So utilize that ability to manage and develop that vision so that you can thrive. You will create a whole bunch of customers, partners, associates out there that are selling for you because you have met their expectations and utilized the five steps to sell anything. This is The Playbook. So we're gonna talk about the five steps and what I try to do is break things down to a simple form. And I think selling is so important because first the idea of selling is to share a vision. And you know, if we can share our vision, which was a great precursor with Amelia, right? It's are people understanding what we are saying and are we effectively communicating or articulating value to exceed what we're asking for? And I think it's critical to understand in sharing a vision that we need to articulate a value to exceed what we're asking for to have that statistical success. So the objective of sharing a vision to me always is my capability of having people hearing what I'm saying, but also to articulate value to exceed what I'm asking for. And in order to do that, to get through the five steps to selling anything is the number one step and critical step in selling anything is the ability to stimulate interest. And in that ability to stimulate interest, we have to use emotion and understanding that people buy on emotion for logical reasons. Most people in this first step go way to, for example, one of the key components of stimulating interest with people is actually to get people to call you, email you, DM you back. Over 80% of our efforts is wasted because people don't get back to us. They won't call us back, email us back, DM us back. And especially in this sharing of a vision, articulating value circumstance, we don't focus in on that. In fact, most of the people waste their time, emotion, value, and energy in leaving messages that are ineffective because they go beyond the first step. They try to either transition interest with the message, which is the second step, or even furthermore, they try to share a vision on a message. How many voice messages, for example, over the last 20 years have you received ever since they created the answering machine? How many voice messages have you listened to and said, oh, okay, I'll buy that? Zero. Nobody ever has. And so what I want you to think about is in person on the phone via email and media, uh, whether it be traditional or social, what am I doing to stimulate interest to get someone to call me back? Because over 80% of the time, we are sending out a message or a request that we know no one is there, that we have a requirement of getting people to get back to us. And even on a phone call, you know, it's funny because only two things can happen. Either the person answers or they don't. And so the majority of the time, people don't even answer our phone calls, let alone we know email, DMs, social media, and traditional media, we are talking to a potential, not to an actual person. So it even becomes more important to have credibility and emotional attachment to get somebody to get back to us. So we have to practice saying and doing and thinking the right things in order to effectuate people getting back to us because the greatest statistical success that you can have in sales is to have more people get back to you. So if you're somebody that's capable of closing one out of 10 deals and only 10 people are getting back to you a day, imagine where you get when 20 people get back to you or 30 people or 40 people. Your numbers without any increase or 
progress in your skills and knowledge of sales are going to increase exponentially. If you can get twice as many people to get back to you in keeping the same skills and knowledge, you'll have twice as many sales a day. And if you're like me, a seven day a week person in the activity I get paid for, you're going to have 14 extra opportunities or whatever the math would be for you. So what I want you to think about is a step-by-step selling process. And of course, I will give everybody these five steps to selling. I have videos, exercises, guides, just look into my bio, email me, david at dmeltzer.com, contact me, I'll send it to you for free. And I will teach you how to get people to call you back, email you back, DM you back by articulating quantitative value. Let me tell you the secret of the greatest value when you reach out to somebody is what you can do for them. So when I leave messages, always remembering the credibility of telling the truth. One of the simplest ways of getting someone to call me back is telling them I'm more interested than interesting. In other words, I'm interested in what you do. I all the time call people and say, hey man, can you call me? I want to buy your stuff. I'm interested in learning more about your project. This is how I get them to call me back. And then I use my open-ended question guide in order to transition interest when they do call me back, which is the second step in selling. Do not sell on or transition interest or share a vision on the initial contact with somebody. You need to stimulate interest to get them to call you back. Now, if they do get back to you or they do answer, which is a small percentage of the time, then you have to transition that interest with an open-ended question guide, an open-ended question to understand what you can do for them and what value it has. And the best way is to stay very concise on your message. I could call Amelia, for example, and say, hey, Amelia, uh, please call me back. I'm interested in your genius key, your, your company. I'm interested in investing. I'm interested in buying. I'm interested in implementing. I'm interested in introducing it to my community. Whatever it is, what I'm interested, not interesting, right? I'm going to run this huge marketing campaign about the world's most interested man. They're going to be, you know, data and content out there. It's going to be like, oh, he one time asked 700 open-ended questions just to figure out how he could be of service or value. The world's most interested man. Be more interested, my friends, right? Something like that. This is what you have to have in mind when you are stimulating interest. Do not get ahead of yourself. I see so many people during pitches, during phone messages, emails, DMs that are selling me. They're selling me. They're trying to transition my interest and they are trying to share a vision when they don't even have my interest. Now, wonder nobody calls you back, emails you back, DMs you back or gets back to you. Increase your statistical success by understanding we have to have a uh, an abat. We, we have to be there at the plate in order to do that so that we can go ahead and transition the interest by learning more about that person of how we can be of service or value. And once we learn that, we simply can transition by saying, you know anyone that could help me, which is when you need to be prepared to articulate the quantitative value to exceed what you're asking for. Pure math. That's what sharing a vision is, pure math. If I can do that, the statistical success of closing exponentially increases, which then exponentially increases my ability by having more at-bats, more people that are getting back to me. Stimulating interest is the ability to ask somebody how you can help them 
either buy from them, introduce them, whatever it may be. That is it. It's that simple. Statistical success will arise from your ability to do that. Once they call you back, you use, this is the second step called transitioning interest. You use open-ended questions in order to facilitate learning about how you could be of service or value in aligning the reasons, impacts, and capabilities that you have to articulate that service or value to them, which will lead into the other. Open-ended questions are questions where you get people to talk to you. Now, number one, we've already qualified to some extent whether someone has an open mind or a closed mind because they got back to you. So if I call you and say, hey, I'm interested in your service, I'm interested in your product, I'm interested in your solution, I'm interested in helping you, and you call me back, it's usually indicative that you have an open mind and open heart and open hands and you surrounded yourself with people with open mind, open hearts and open hands, hopefully, most likely. And so to transition interest becomes much easier to ask an open-minded person open-ended questions, but you do get a second shot of qualification of not only whether they have an open mind by asking open-ended questions, like, how are you? Tell me a little bit about what you're doing. What do you like about it? What don't you like about it? Would it help you if I did this? These are questions that determine not only if somebody has an open mind and open heart and open hands, but if they are a sponsor or could be a sponsor of yours, meaning they may know someone that can help you as well, or you are a sponsor of them. You may know someone that can help them, or even better, they are or you are a power sponsor, meaning that you can help them. You're a buyer, you're a connector, you're some sort of referral, which is where we then use the repository of the overlap agreement, the finders fee agreement that I have for people. You can start seeing how these things all tie together that we teach. The ability to transition into through an open-ended question guide of asking people, tell me about what you do. What do you like about it? What don't you like about it? How could be service or value to you? And do you know someone that can help me or be of service or value to me? This is very pragmatic, but also it allows us to be in the flow. It allows us to be very concise as well as strategic about value, about being of service and value instead of overselling, backend selling, lying, manipulating, and cheating out of an insecurity that we are incapable of finding out the value that we have or the ability to articulate value to exceed what we're asking for. If you can stimulate interest to exceed what you're asking for, if you can stimulate interest by being of service or value, by being credible and emotionally attaching to someone on a, on a message, to get them to call you back and then transition that interest with open-ended questions that simply are, how are you today? What do you do? Tell me about it. What do you like about it? What don't you like about it? And how can I be of service or value to you? Or would it help you if I did this? And more and most importantly, do you know what can help me as well? We now have transitioned interest. And if we can transition through the open-ended question guide, stimulate interest through understanding how we can be of service or value to them, to purchase from them, to introduce them, whatever it may be. People will call you back if you call them and say, I want to buy from you. And then figure out if you can buy or if somebody else can buy from them. They will call you back at such a high percentage compared to you overselling back and selling or just selling on an answering machine, an email, a voicemail, or social media or traditional media. Stimulate interest, number one, by utilizing 
that enticement of value to transition interest by using open-ended question guide. Three, share a vision by using the five to thrive. When you have an opportunity that somebody has called you back, you have learned how you can be of service or value to them, and they know someone that can help you, you now can go through the five steps of articulating quantitative value, which is talk about your credibility, get that emotional tax and remind, remember, recollect the emotions, the feelings, and then scientifically and pragmatically go through and quantify the reasons why they could or should help you or will help you. Understanding the impact, which is crucial today, the impact that it will have, and then use the features and benefits, the capability as an arsenal to increase the quantitative value that you're capable of articulating. I use that word articulate quantitative value because so many people are so deep and so involved, so close to what they're doing that they assume that people hear what they say. They assume that people know what they know. They assume that people automatically will be emotionally attached and the credibility will transcend itself automatically. They assume all of these things and then they wonder why nobody's buying, nobody's investing, nobody's helping because they haven't heard what you say, because you haven't been able to articulate the quantitative value to exceed what you're asking for with the credibility and emotional attachment, but more importantly, the reasons, impacts, and capabilities as an arsenal of value quantitatively. I hate to sing in the morning and I'm not a very good singer, but I'm gonna to have to do it. Most people try to stimulate interest by being the purple dinosaur. They have no statistical chance of trying to transition because so few people ever get back to you. And then the few people that actually get back to you that have the extreme open mind, I call them the 10% at best, that just no matter what you say, our frequencies are aligned. So they're going to call you back. Then those people that do call back, they just assume that they know what you know, feel what you feel and can quantify what you can quantify because you haven't done the work of being more interested than interesting by practicing articulating what you know, practicing articulating the reasons, impacts and capabilities, practicing quantifying what you're talking about so that the quantifiable value that you do talk about or articulate about exceed what you're asking for. I use a pen example when we're sharing a vision uh, the pen of example is I tell everybody, and I will tell everybody today, all the people we're blessed to have over 60,000 people registered online. Here we have all the people on Clubhouse. Let me give you an offer. I will sell you a pencil for a million dollars. Anybody interested? It's a number two pencil that you can use on the Scanatrons when you take a test. Anybody interested? Most people are not, I can see. Let me know if you are, because I will send you the invoice immediately. Within 60 seconds, because I know how to articulate value to exceed what I'm asking for, I can have everybody here, almost everyone, as long as I have the credibility and emotional attachment to do so, wanting to buy these number two pencils from me for a million dollars. Why? Because I utilize reasons, impacts, and capabilities. I will tell you that this is a incredible pencil, but more importantly, I will give you a million dollar loan at no interest to buy that pencil, each of you. I will also open escrow in anyone's name with another million dollars in that uh, place that says, if you cannot sell this pencil 
that you're buying for a million dollars at no interest for $2 million by the end of the year, not only will I relieve you of your debt, but I will release the million dollars in escrow immediately to whoever it is that you deem appropriate to execute on that. Does anybody want to buy the pencil? Of course you do. Because it's credible, it is mostly attached to you, but most importantly, I've been able to articulate a quantitative value to exceed what I'm asking for. Even though the value of the pencil has never been determined, the deal, the ability to articulate the value of the deal exceeds what I'm asking for, even though it's a normal number two pencil that you can buy at the store probably for 25 cents at best. Everyone here wants to buy it for a million because I was able to articulate the quantitative value of the opportunity surrounding the product, which may have an arbitrary or capricious value of 25 cents. It now has a value of $2 million or at least a million dollar profit guaranteed. And this is what people miss. They miss getting people to call them back because they're trying to sell on their message. They miss the ability to transition interest because they're more interesting overselling, backend selling, line manipulating, and cheating instead of asking open-ended questions to determine how they could be of service or value or how people could be of service or value to them to determine how they could be a sponsor or a power sponsor. Then they don't practice to sharing the vision of being able to capable of what? Articulating a quantitative value to exceed what you're asking for. In other words, we are all purple dinosaurs. That's right. We're Barney. We all remember Barney, right? I love you. You love me. Nobody makes any money. Stop being a Barney. Start being the most interested man in the world or woman in the world. Be more interested, my friends. Utilize this ability to, number one, stimulate interest through the ability of asking for them to purchase from them, to introduce them, then transition the interest with open-ended question guide then utilize the five to thrive credibility, emotional attachment, reasons, impacts, and capability in order to effectuate articulating the value to exceed what you're asking for. And if you can do these first three steps of selling anything, if you can do these first three steps, you're probably thinking you're almost done. There's this fourth lesson that you're not. Most people think they're there when they get someone to agree with them. Yep, I want to buy. I'll come. I'm done. They told me yes. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry to tell you that you're only 20% of the way there. Because people will not do what they say once time has passed, even though you've shared a vision. You need to manage and develop the vision that's the 80%. And if you do the 80% right, then you get the duplicative, exponential, compounding, calling thriving on that side. We have to manage and develop. You stimulate interest, transition interest, share a vision, then manage and develop the vision so you could thrive. 80% of your effort is here. And the tool that I give you to do that is called a go-no-go -no -go plan. Whether it's a simple email or an entire scoping that somebody's paid for in an enterprise solution or sale, I've utilized the go, no go plan in order to effectuate the management development of the vision to get not only a signed agreement, but get paid. One of the greatest lessons I've learned in sales in the five steps of selling is one of the pieces or parts in the 80% of this 
which is managing and develop a vision, is getting paid. Lawyers know this better than anyone. There's 20% is the selling, 20% is stimulating interest, transitioning interest and sharing a vision. 80% is getting paid. And a lot of people render services or values before they get paid and they're taking a risk because I'll tell you one thing, that the value of services rendered diminish in a exponential capacity after they've been received. So you need to make sure that you're collecting the money that was promised in the negotiation or deal that you have. 80% of your time is managing the developing vision. 80% of your time is creating a go, no go plan that says, this is our first, I'll call you back on this date. We'll do this. After this, we'll do this. We'll do this and get them to check off and say, yes, keep on moving forward. Yes. Yes. You will pay me on this time. The first payment, the second payment, the third payment, I will deliver this. And it can be simple or it can be complex, but you need a go, no go plan. Once again, not only would I give you the stimulating interest of getting people to call you back, we will also give you the open-ended question guide. I'll give you the articulated and quantitative value of that credibility, emotional attachment, reasons, impact. But most importantly, let me send you a go-no-go no, go go, no, go plan so you can start utilizing the most important 80% in the five steps of selling, which is to manage and develop a vision. Now, most people talk about exceeding expectations. The idea of managing and developing a vision is to meet expectations. Very, very rare, statistically, will you ever exceed someone's expectations. And the reason is, is that we cannot control other people's perception of what we say. Once again, it's not what we say, it's what we hear. The go, no, go plan at least gives us alignment on what we're trying to say and what they hear. We come to a mutual agreement of this will be the first step, the second step, the third step at this date, this time, et cetera. And we will both come to a mutual agreement each step of the way. We will check the box. We want to go or no go. In other words, we are meeting the expectations because we cannot control what other people perceive and other people will perceive more value in what we're doing or less value in what we're doing, therefore exposing us to not being able to exceed the expectations, but through a go, no go plan, getting alignment to at least meeting expectations, which is the greatest thing that we can do. Because if you meet people's expectations, we get free marketing. It's the best way to stimulate interest, more effective, more efficient, more statistically successful than anything else you can do is managing and develop a vision through a go, no go plan. Why? Because you have somebody else who's far more credible than you, has a closer emotional relationship with the person they're talking to, that is articulating the quantitative value through personal experience to somebody else, which gives you the fifth step, builds your business on an exponential platform, and it thrives. Personal example for me is Apple. I'm old enough where I used to use a rim pager and a lot of people didn't even understand what that was at the time when I was using it with my IBM ThinkPad. And those IBM ThinkPads uh, could utilize all types of business functionality, took a long time to boot up. They got viruses, they crashed, et cetera. And I'm flying on the airplane and right next to me is a gentleman who opens up his MacBook and it turns right on and 
you know, he's already doing what he's doing. And I look over at him, I said, man, I wish I was a teacher or an artist. So what are you talking about? I said, I waste so much time waiting for this thing to boot up and I have so much difficulties protecting it with virus. And I heard those Apple computers, those Macintoshes are amazing. It's just too bad you can't do anything for business with them. And the guy said, well, what are you talking about? I'm work on Wall Street. You know, I use Excel and Word, and all these different products on here. I'm like, come on, man, that's not, what did he do? He stimulated my interest, transitioned my interest, started showing me, bragging to me. Since that, I've spent seven, maybe even close to eight figures on Apple products. Each time, whether it was the Mac, whether it was the Apple iPhone, you're talking to someone who ran Samsung's first phone, the convergence device in 1999, the PCE phone. I was a pure Samsung person and he's telling me and selling me on an iPhone. And then came the AirPods. Now it's Apple TV, right? I have a, my, my meat is all going to Apple TV deal that I have and Martha Stewart providing her content for entrepreneurs as well on Apple TV. But I've never talked to anyone from Apple. Millions of dollars I've spent with Apple. I've never talked to anyone from Apple only people who have been managed and developed by Apple to be pure, authentic salespeople, they're thriving because of it. And guess what? As much as I purchased from Apple, as much money as I spent with Apple, I've sold more Apple products, including right now I'm doing a commercial for Apple and they're not paying me anything. Why? Because they managed and developed my vision and somebody else's vision to sell me. If you want to have the five steps of selling, if you want to stimulate interest, then learn how to get people to call you back. Very simply, call them, email them, DM them, utilize traditional and social media to tell and ask people, how can I help you? How can I buy from you? How can I introduce you to? Are the two most common ways. And when they call you back, already increasing your statistical success without progress, without getting better, Learn to transition interest using an open-ended question guide. Hey, how are you? What are you doing today? What do you like about it? What don't you like about it? Would it help you if? Oh no, would it help you if this? What about this? And most importantly, transitioning them to, do you know anyone that can help me? Determining whether they're a sponsor or a power sponsor or you're a sponsor or a power sponsor. Then learn to articulate a quantitative value to exceed what you're asking for utilizing the pen value system of knowing your credibility and emotional attachment, but being able to articulate a quantitative value of reasons with impact, utilizing the capabilities, the features and benefits as an arsenal to add to the articulation of quantitative value. And then the fourth step to sell anything is 80% of the work to manage and develop that vision with a go, no go plan. Whether it's a simple email of two sentences or a complete multi hundreds of thousands of dollars scoping or scaling in an enterprise solution, which occurs every day, that this go, no go plan will allow you to manage and develop expectations that you will meet, not exceed, because you cannot control what other people's perceptions are, but you can't avoid overselling back and selling, lying, manipulating and cheating them. So utilize that ability to manage and develop that vision so that you can thrive. You will create a whole bunch of customers, partners, associates out there that are selling for you 
because you have met their expectations and utilized the five steps to sell anything.